The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, May 29th, 2021. Cigar accessories you didn't know you need, or is it all cigarbage? That's a topic today on discussion right here on The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right, don't try to uh, go on the internet and try to find the cigar because you're not going to find it because it can't be sold on the internet, but it is part of the Cigar Authority care package. Barry Stein, what do we have here? Well, today's first cigar is the Rocky Patel Special Edition, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Rocky Patel. The size they were lighting up is a five and a half by 50 Robusto, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a non-disclosed double binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. As Dave mentioned, it is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single set you back $10.99, while a box of 10 is $98.99, which comes out to just $9.89 per cigar. It's a savings of almost $11 or 10% off the box price, and as Dave mentioned, Rocky Patel doesn't allow these to be sold online. So you can find them at your favorite brick and mortar, such as Two Guys Smoke Shop, or you can give us a call at one 224 4272 and uh, I'll sell you over the phone. So that's okay. Sneaky, if they call you to do it, but just don't show it. Correct. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, I th- it must be the box press. This doesn't look 50, does it? No, nah, it feels more like a 46, 48. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's how it always is. Giant band. It's half the size of the cigar. Uh, Fancy looking. Special edition. The special is you can't get it, right? You got to go to brick and mortar stores. So good. Something that bothers me that I see on the MeWees from time to time is people saying that they they don't like a box press cigar. Some people don't. You know, they say... Um, You've seen it in the store, right? Somebody comes in, you show them something. It's the craziest thing. It's probably the best cigar. Because it doesn't roll around. You can set it down, and it's going to stay where you put it. I don't do that. And we know as kids, yeah, when we used to- Once it's lit, you're just going to drop it on the table? Yeah, you put it in an ashtray. What kind of animal it. are you? Yeah. Well, I'm the kind of animal that can't. I can't hold a cigar in my mouth for more than five seconds without gagging, oh, so yeah. I have to put it no, down. Jonathan has a gag reflux. Never yes. would have guessed I that. I certainly no. do. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's give it a cut. But it's like as a kid, we used to like squish our sandwiches and they would taste better. A box press is going to taste better. Panini, right? Yeah. Is a panini better than a regular sandwich? Uh, 100%. It is. It most certainly is. Yeah. All right, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them, lowered their price. Perdomo Mm. Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. It was, it was a long time ago, but they did it, and 
It was a big, big deal when that happened. Now we're seeing price increases happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's much like when people are raising their prices due to fuel charges and all this. The fuel surcharge that never goes away. It never goes away. No. So they're, they're on top of the fuel charges each time. And the person that didn't do that was predominantly lower their price when everybody was raising I want price. you to imagine, boys, that you have a, a leather snack bag. Or, or What's sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, you, they could be called. You mean a fanny pack? A man purse, you know, something that you okay. wear across your body. But inside, instead of having your wallet, you have snacks in there. Okay. It's made out of leather. Mm-hmm. It's virgin leather, very leathery. Yeah. And then inside, you reach in. You don't know what's in there, but you reach in and you pull out a funyun that's been in close proximity to that leather for, I, I'd say. At least three days. You're a fan of the Funyun? And that is what this cold draw is. It's leathery Funyuns. Yeah, I don't get that at all. I've never bought a Funyun in my life. You know when I get I've never had a Funyun. Usually you have someone give you a Funyun. Yeah, but I wouldn't they're, buy it. It's like, it's like cocaine, right? You don't buy it. Are you one of those people who gets uh, asked people to share the snack with you? No, but Can I get one of those? Says, yeah, here's a Funyun. Taste it, and I go. Yeah, I'm all right. And they go, have a funyun. Okay, I'll, I'll eat oh, a funyun. But funyun. this funyun's been bu- in my leather bag. It's different. <laughs> I'd never buy it. No. I'd never the buy culture it. on this is Smarties. You're way off, kid. No, it's Smarties. You're way off. It's leathery, <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. It's leathery. Okay, let's light it. All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the Land Shark. By Lotus. What a perfect weekend. Although in the Northeast here, we're dealing with a little bit of the rain. 40 degrees and yeah. cold. 40 it's, degrees and cold. Yep. Snowing it's chilly. In, snowing in Vermont. No, no, nothing says summer like uh, 40 degrees and rainy. But on, on Monday, it's going to be a little nicer. We might get up to 60s. So maybe you're outside and you have a Corona. And that's what this looks like. It looks like a Corona beer. It's got the bottle Margaritaville cap. logo right on the front. Bottle cap top that you flip. Three jets come alive, protected by double wall protection and fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Landshark Lighter by Lotus. Would you say this is our second bestseller? It's up there, man. Yeah. Probably sell more of these in the spring and summer than in the dead of winter. But it seems I, I even see people in the lounge. Everybody, yeah. It's cool, it's, right? It's festive. Yeah. I don't so much think that people are buying it because it's cool. I think that they're buying it because it's uh, Yellow? a great lighter. Yeah. Well, it's got the big ass tank. And they, they all do. I actually had a customer call me this week and tell me that, you know, I hear Jonathan refer to the big ass tank all the time. Can you tell me how many fluid ounces it holds? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So we can get that answer. Yeah, Alan, I know you're listening. Tell me how many fluid <laughs> ounces it holds. Well, I would Alan say Alan Gold, he, he works for the company. He knows. You got you got little ass tanks that hold about an eighth of an ounce. You got medium ass tanks that hold just about a half an ounce. And then you got big ass tanks. That's at least an ounce of butane right there. Hmm. I know baby formula, what two ounces of baby formula looks like. That's not because baby a- baby James, he doesn't he doesn't drink that. He drinks double that. Double that. He, uh-huh. He's just shy of 10 pounds right now. 30 days old today. Happy birthday, James, <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, by the <laughs> he way, probably the, is. Yeah. you two pointed out that, and they're 100% correct, that's not a Corona bottle. It's a Landshark bottle. Whatever. Right, Landshark is a, is, a, is a beer? Yes. Okay. I'm not into the beers. Huh. So thank you for that little education. All right. So I had a birthday this week. Oh, my God. Um. But it didn't happen this year. I was hoping it was happening to help the show out. 
yeah. but it didn't, which is getting cigabage for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And we've all got it, right? Oh, yeah. Somebody sends you something. I can't tell you how many cufflinks <laughs> with cigar things that I have, yet I don't really use cufflinks. With my tuxedo, I do. But I have enough cufflinks forever for the yeah. amount of time I and wear cufflinks. Are one of those things that just sort of went away. Yeah, but I have cigar cufflinks and multiple kinds yeah. of different cigar cufflinks because I like cigars. Therefore, people feel like, oh, I I, go, I saw this book, um, the um, Idiot's Guide to Cigar Smokers, and you this happen to be an idiot, you. and you're a cigar smoker. Is so that where they're going with it for you, or or cigar? Smoker for beginners. I've been smoking cigars for 40 years. Consider myself the cigar authority, obviously. Some gifts are good. Barry's wife gave you a great cigar Mm. book. Yes, she did. Very hard, though, to give somebody a cigar book that's into cigars because you either have it or you already know everything that's on it. But that was interesting because it was cigar art, you know, the different labels and things, which you would think I've seen it all, but I did not see it all. (laughs) There's some... Interesting stuff in that book. I gave you a birthday present of a cigar one year. I've done it twice. Cigarbage? Nope. I gave you an actual cigar. You're a tough guy to get a cigar for. Yeah. But you happened to mention there were two cigars you'd never smoked at that point. Okay. And one of them was the J.C. Newman Cameroon Wrapped Mm. Torpedo that came in the gift set. I bought the last gift set and gave you the Cameroon for your birthday. I remember that. And then... uh, the ha- not the habaneros, the they elegante. Should they should make that. So wait, you gave him a third of a gift. You kept the other two cigars for yourself, and you he just gave him he one. He smoked the other two. I gave him the one he didn't smoke. That's a selfish gift because you kept two for you. You should have just given him the whole thing. <laughs> says says from the guy that ended up taking his his meal back after bringing it to. to I find nothing wrong with giving you a gift of a cigar that you've I never had it. before. I liked it. And the other one was I bought the tube set from Byron, and you could not get the elegante back then anywhere else except for the tube set. You used to you buy never, it all the time. You it's never like, smoked it, so I gave you one. It's like ordering a happy meal and just giving him the toy. If it was a toy to complete his collection, it's a completely viable uh, gift. And I know people love the gift selections and stuff. I am against it personally for my own consumption because there may be stuff in there I know I don't like. Some mm-hmm. things I want to try and some things I had before and eh, whatever. Maybe I do like it and stuff, but it's a mixed bag. And <coughs> I'd rather pick my own out. But so someone JC should give you a gift certificate to... Uh, rather a gift certificate. Your own cigar or shop? Or just cash. <laughs> cash works. Now, I don't know if this comment is in response to something particular or is just a blanket statement, but Pino says, Mr. J is insane. I think that's a blanket statement. <laughs> blanket statement. Uh, which makes me remember that I, I want to give a shout out to George. And George, you know exactly who you are. Uh, he gave me a gift of a couple of cigars that'll remain nameless at the moment. I haven't smoked them. My plan is to smoke them on Sunday night okay. with dinner. It's George Padron, isn't it's it? It's not George Padron. No. No. But it's George. He listens. George with a G? George with a G. Okay. And he listens. He gave you cigars. Very, very tough for people that are really into the business, giving them cigars. And you have to say thank you, but... I did say thank you. And this was a, I don't know if you're going to like these... And I want you to smoke them, and you tell me what you think. So here's one of the worst things that people have given me. Fake Cuban cigars. Oh, yeah. I don't know what to say besides thank you. And then That's all you can oh, say. Oh, smoke it now. Oh, uh, what did you think of it? No, you tell. I'll save it for a special occasion. 
I kind of feel like you have to tell them so they're not getting burned in the future. I've done both. But I've there are so both. many people that are adamant that it's real when it's I think totally not. That Like, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. He's saying it because I, before I knew any better, I came back from <laughs> the Dominican Republic with a bo- glass-top box of Cohibas, <laughs> and I thought, I'll give one to Dave. <laughs> and he said, yeah, do you want to know the truth about that cigar? It's yeah. fake. Yeah. And gave me all the reasons why. I have cigar cologne. I have. What does that smell like? That was the one Not that came. Cigars, that was the one that came in the tube, right? Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was big in the late nineties. Here, spray this on you. It smells just like the <laughs> bottom I, of and, an ashtray. And I still have it. When can I throw it away? Now? Yeah. Today? Does it smell good? Do you like how it smells? I don't use cologne. Do you use cologne? I use cologne. Really? You want it? I don't know. Does it smell what, good? I don't know. I'm what sure do it smells good. It smells your, like Jacar Noir. I'm in. You keep that with your bottle. Uh, Take it back to, to the 90s. High Karate. Yeah. High Karate. Now, there was a cologne. Do you remember High Karate? You're too young. Too <laughs> no, I do remember it. I never I never smelled it, but it was made with bits of real panther, so you knew it was good. <laughs> right, right. It smelled like pure gasoline, I'm told. Booze, wine, anything that has a cigar connection to right. it that says it. I've been given clothes. Um, you know, everything from smoking jackets to T-shirts that uh, have cigar things on them, typically that don't fit me. My so mom I made me a those. cigar bow tie once. Uh, I have a bow tie. <laughs> I, have, I have regular ties, regular dress shirts socks, with cigar I've stuff on them. Socks. The problem is that they don't make cigar clothing that has cigars on it. If it's cigar-themed clothing, it just doesn't look good. It's hokey. The, the the and this this is garbage. This is real garbage. Mm. Uh, and we it was most prevalent in the '90s when the cigar boom was going on. But it seems to never go away that somebody else comes out with the next thing. We usually at the trade shows we see a whole bunch of the stuff that happens, and it's like, oh no. Now, for the garbage, is it just something that's useless to you, or could somebody else have a use for it? I think it's mostly for people to buy for other people. It's there. A cigar person doesn't buy it for themselves. And then somebody else buys it for them, and then they have it, and then they can't throw it away for a length of time. (laughs) Yeah, How much time do you have to keep it? That's the question. Uh, Just till the person goes home. I once got caught throwing away. You know, we redid modeled up here. Yeah. You saw. Oh, all the. (laughs) We threw it out, my God. You must have had three dumpsters full of stuff. I mean, you think anybody's going to come over three weeks after? Hey, do you still have the cologne I got you? Can I uh, I get a squirt of it? No, No, nobody's going to ask. Just toss it. You loved it so much, you used it all in three weeks. I once got caught throwing away a Christmas card the day I got it. Christmas cutter? Card. Oh, okay. The day I got it. I opened it, read the note, that's nice, and I threw it away, and I got caught. Yeah, three days is is minimum on a card. I should have taken it home and thrown it away that day. I would have been safer, but it was at work. (laughs) And uh, the old days, we used to put it on the refrigerator, but we got one of those silver refrigerators that's not magnetic. That's crazy, yeah. It's a metal refrigerator, but yet it's not magnetic. It's like aluminum or something. Yeah. Stainless steel. There's no uh, Because back in the day, you'd hang it on your refrigerator, right? Yeah. I guess. It's a missing thing. Mantle? You could put them on the mantle. Do you have a mantle? I got that, that three-sided mantle thing that comes out with the fireplace in the middle. You've mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah. It's not really a mantle, but it's, it's, you could put a lot of cards on that. Yeah. Okay. It's like a carving station if you had a big <laughs> turkey and you didn't want it to take up the whole table. Hey, um, did you see Pit Life Barbecue this week? I didn't yet. 
So they had the guy that does the cutting board. Oh, I oh, saw yeah. the I saw the cutting board. The badass. Yeah. The pizza cutting board. Badass. Oh, yeah. You already he ordered it, I'm cut sure. Right through the pizza. The first thing I did was go onto the site to order it. It's, it's not, not there. there. It's not there. No. How do you order it? And here they had those guys on there talking. They had the board there. They said, Dave's going to order this right away. I said, I am going to order it right away. But you can't. It's not there. No. What do you do? Why uh, would you promote something that's not uh, available? Here we have the Rocky <laughs> Patel uh, special edition that we're smoking. It's not available. Not available. <laughs> well, it's available at select retailers. I mean, yeah. You got to hit a certain threshold to be able to carry it. And it's good, but... Yeah. You have to be able to get it. You can make the reservation. <laughs> keep the reservation. Right? <laughs> Back to yeah, the Seinfeld reference. Getting what notes are, of fudge on the cigar. Jonathan, you know all about fudge. You could have <laughs> left that one just dangling like all of your participles, <laughs> and it would have been fine. Might, might have been better. So what's some of the garbage stuff you guys got? I have off the top of your head. I have a, uh, a flask that holds one cigar. Mm, I have that, which <laughs> one is cigar completely and- useless because it's not enough alcohol and it's not enough cigars. There's never a time in my life when I only need one cigar. I must have a dozen flasks in my top drawer of my desk. When can I throw those out? First off, how many people are walking around with flasks? <laughs> so I do it. So I have like six or seven flasks at home. I actually found useful one this week. They're all filled. I managed to get a bottle of Blanton's, and Sarah from the Ash Holes told me that Blanton's is one of her favorite bourbons. So I poured some in the flash, flask, and I uh, gifted it to her. So I huh. re-gifted so the gets, gift. She gets the flask and the booze in it. Yes. See, now, flask filled mm-hmm. is a different story. Now you're getting something, and then you could you could throw away the flask after because you're disposing of the but, thing but, that you put in. Wasn't he the one who criticized Jonathan for not giving you all the cigars? And yeah, you, you didn't give her just... the bottle, you jerk. No, no, I ain't giving her a whole bottle. It wasn't her birthday <laughs> okay, or anything. I wasn't giving him all of the cigars and the it cigar was her holder birthday. that he didn't She need. mentioned she liked Blanton's. I shared. <laughs> it was my birthday. It was his birthday, so you give him the whole yeah, you box need a cigar of cigar holder? I don't need a cigar holder. Okay. Dave, the, the whiskey miser says uh, cigar soccer balls. Is- yes. <laughs> that would, cigar soccer that would qualify. No one that I know that smokes cigars also plays soccer. <laughs> My God. So, some of the stuff out there, though, it's it's got to stop, right? Hats are popular. I like hats. So when, it, when a, uh, a box comes with a free hat, I'm excited. How about a hat? There was one out there with a thing, with a um, cloth thing that the cigar stuck mm. to the hat. That nope, that's stupid. A little loop. Yeah. I wouldn't wear. I wouldn't wear that. No, no. And you put the cigar. the one, the Perdomo hat that has the bottle opener on it. Yeah, that's the, the best. only problem. Is the bottle opener's facing the wrong direction? So after three, well, you can take the hat off. Maybe four <laughs> times of punching myself in the face, I realized <laughs> the bottle opener was on the wrong side. So I just took it off and changed it. And now I can open the bottle psh, away from my but face. That's Pernomo backwards, all right? No, on the, just the bottle opener. Okay. You yeah. take the hat off your head to do it. No, you take the hat off your head. I leave the hat on my head. I, I mean, I guess I don't have to worry about sunburn. I have hair, so. It's not the th- I just think it's cooler just to lock it in and go. I don't know. I mean, it may be controversial, but 
the biggest piece of cigar bitch I ever bought was an ST DuPont lighter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it, it just and isn't. It cost you. You bought it. I, it isn't a good lighter. That's not true. Uh, for cigar lighting, and this is the old style, not the jet So side. soft flame. Soft flame. And then you got to spend $67,000 to get the refills to refill the lighter. It's, it's, if you used it all the time, which it's too expensive to carry around because you're going to lose it, so you can't. And, yeah. You save it for special occasions, like when you go into Cuba to the festival, but you can't travel with it. No. So, so you think of all the things... Yeah, and it was all about the ping noise, wasn't it? Yes. That was it. Because all the kids were doing it in the 90s. Yeah, ping. Yeah, yeah. we sold yeah. a lot of them then. And it's, so, but now they got some nice jets. I'll give you 200 bucks for it, Ed Sullivan. No. All right, then. No See, it sale. has a value to you. No sale. I you don't keep, even use it. I keep it in a drawer. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's how you can tell. My kids will throw it away later <laughs> when I'm gone. Oh, look at these broken lighters and all this stuff. It's just empty. Yeah, where's Edgar? He he left. I don't know. He has a he downstairs. He has a collection of mm. Dupont lighters. I mean, right. boxes and boxes full of these things, thousands and thousands of dollars in it. How many lighters? How many cutters? Do you? How about when you get the free cutters, the little plastic oh, yeah. cheap things, and it has the brand name on it and stuff? And yeah, how long do you hang on to that for? Well, I keep they, a couple of those on they, my humidor get, because if I'm going someplace right. and I don't want to risk, they get dull after one. three yeah. or four cigars, but they're they're good for the first couple cuts. Family parties where someone licks the end of their cigar and because the, they don't know any better, and they ask me for a cutter, I just say, "He keep it." Remember the little flat Drew Estate one that snaps down, mm-hmm. and you pop the side that pops up, a little square one? Mm-hmm. Steve Socket to this day still uses that same one. They were free. I mean, they were <laughs> garbage cheap things, but the blade was so thin. That's the magic yeah. of these things, of how the thin that blade Worst was. cutter that I've ever seen is also the coolest cutter I've ever seen. Hammer and Sickle came out with that pack. With the lighter and the plunge cutter. I have it. It is the worst cutter Mm -hmm. because you can't gauge where you're going to be on the cap. So you either cut a quarter of an inch off the cigar or you miss the cigar altogether. Very tough to cut with it, but cool as hell looking. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you could belay down a mountain with it. I did for reasons on... Unknown to me at this time by the folding cigar scissors. You know the ones I mean. Oh, yes. Cigar scissors just don't work well. There was nothing wrong with those ones. That at least folded down to a small thing. Some of the big scissors fit in a pouch. The big scissors and and at the time, magnets inside the humidors, your cigar scissors would Mm -hmm. be in there, and then you close the box in the humidity, (laughs) and you open it, they either fall or they rust it out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The blade ended up rusting because it's sitting next to the humidifier. It's a garbage. It's a garbage. It's a garbage. But um, that's the way it is, and that's what People end up giving other cigar smokers. I don't know if cigar smokers tend to give the cigar bitch to another cigar no, smoker, but non cigar smokers. to give cigars to another Well, cigar you give smoker. cigars and you also can alleviate some of your cigar bitch collection mm. by just paying that forward <laughs> and saying, here, you, you need this messed up cutter in so your life. Regifting is your proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of those things go around and around and around, right? <laughs> till, till the guy that originally gave it ends up with it back. It's hot potato, right? Mm-hmm. This happens. 
Now, the birthday celebrated this week was my mom's birthday, who's listening, I'm sure. Happy birthday, the big 9-0 for Angela out there. Happy birthday to her. And what I'm going to attempt to do this weekend is sit with her, have a cigar, and run tape and interview her. I've tried to have her come up. No. I tried to have her come up this week and last week. Are you going to tell her? Very, or well, here's the thing her. about, here's the thing her, about or Angela. Or else she'll have a lot of... Uh, yeah work to do to clean the clean up <laughs> if he doesn't editing. tell her she's gonna say why the hell are you asking me these stupid effing questions mm-hmm. so he has to tell her but if he tells her there's a chance she says no effing way right yeah, two, two, two. so she's listening right now i'm giving her some time till i see her tonight just to come concept. on let's sit on the porch and have a cigar and let me run the tape for a half hour and uh let's get an interview with right because people have asked you know, on our thing of who do you want to interview, and some of them were um, people in our family and stuff, and what better to do than my 90-year-old mother who smokes cigars, right? Sure. So, right? I mean, she could have editorial oversight of it if she doesn't want some of it to go. Then to, we delete? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for, All right. So edit, edit this for you if, yeah. if you want, say, so right after she says the question she wasn't happy with, she says, I don't want this part on there. Yeah. Right on the audio. Sure. All and right. There's gone. a 99.9% chance that by the time she answers the question, she forgets that she didn't want that question. Hmm. Well, she'll have to say it right there and then. Yeah, I think she does. She just forgets and we get all of it. <laughs> yeah. It could be gold. Could It'll definitely. She is one of the most fascinating women I've ever met in my entire life. You have to ask her about dumpster diving. I got to know about this. <laughs> How do you do it? Uh she doesn't do it anymore, but no. when she did it, yeah. she'd drive around with a ladder in her, the back of her Volkswagen Beetle well, and it, climb into the dumpster to get something and then climb out. She liked you. She'd bring you gifts. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be in the front of her Beetle? Yeah, that's a, the trunk. Whatever. The front yeah. of her Beetle. Whatever. To get a front, lamp, and then she'd hers. fix the lamp. The old school Beetles, the trunk was in I the front. I think the trunk is still in the front. No, it isn't. No, not in the new Positively ones. not. No? Yeah. Mm. Yep, new one. Then why no. have it? He, Which, by the way, she only has like 13,000 miles in the car, but it's still- <laughs> 10 years I, old. And I bought it. Yeah, it's more than, I think it's 12 years old. Or yeah. However long the national, how old's the national store? Because that's when I bought it. I bought the store and I bought it the car. I'm coming up on my seventh anniversary, so I only know of seven years, but it was standing there before I got here. 2007. That sounds right. Between 2007 and 2008, split that year. Yeah. Okay, so that's what? 13. 13 years. So a car is 13 years. I don't think she has 20,000 miles in the car yet. <laughs> but uh, that being said, what do you think of the Rocky Patel Special Edition? Should people be calling Barry up if they can't get a hold of the cigar? It's very good. Yeah, there's a lot of chocolatey notes. Yeah. It's rich. It's flavorful. It's Nicaraguan, right? Yeah, it's balanced. It's got uh, a great burn line. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, non-disclosed double binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. Nicaraguan. It tastes Nicaraguan. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. It's good. Seven. I think we may get to a seven. Oh, I yeah. was going to, because I was thinking eight, and I went down one for yeah. We're not there yet, though. Uh, no. I'm, uh, I'm walking around like five and a half, six. That's where I am, six. See, yeah, I should have went to eight, and you would have went to seven where I wanted you to be. <laughs> no. I, I don't change my answer for you. I know you have a very high opinion of yourself, but I, I do. don't. Yeah. You All don't right. have a high opinion of yourself, Jonathan? Yes, you do. No, I have a high opinion of myself. Oh, I don't have oh, a high oh. opinion of his ability to pick a number. By the way, Janine it. says that you have to interview her, that 
we are her biggest fans. Yes, I know they are. And for the record, Janine, now that I know you're listening, we want you on the show the next time you guys are up. And that was requested. Yeah, no Nick Perdomo either. He's not even allowed on the show that day. Just Janine Perdomo for the full two hours. Is Nick allowed in the audience? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe for the first half hour, no. So we can get get Get, down and dirty. Get some dirt. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, Nick, we'll call you up when we need you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, That being said, let's go to break. And when we come back, it's not all so garbage. There are things that you need, and we're going to go through all of them. we got a whole pile of stuff up here. Father's Day is just around the corner, so maybe you want some of this. This is some feelers out there, and you write it on a piece of paper or something, leave it around, and say, that would be good for me. Who knows? Uh, So we're going to show it all to you. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. 
Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Yes, you are. We are back, and we're smoking the Rocky Patel Special Edition. This is one that is not on the internet, so don't look. You have to call Barry or go to a brick-and-mortar store that, for, for some reason, you get the special edition if you're doing so much business with them. I don't That's know what exactly this is. it. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Um, and we're talking about cigarbage. Uh, it's not all junk. There's some good stuff out there, uh, and we're going to get to it right now. So let's start at the beginning of stuff that you need, and we say it to our customers that come in, uh, do you have a cigar cutter? And we ask that question because you need that to have a good experience. Mm-hmm. Some people pick at their cigars. They stick the, um, golf the tea golf tea in it, big mistake, all these different things. You need a cigar cutter. The cutter of choice for me is the one we use on the show, and it's not because they're a sponsor of the show. It's because it is the best one out there. It's the Vertigo Jaws, and it has a serrated edge to it. It's a double-blade cutter. It locks onto the thing so it doesn't slide off, and it is awesome. Lots of cutters out there, lots of cutters that are much more expensive than this, but I think this is the 30 best bucks, one. yeah. Yeah. It's the best $30 you can spend. Yeah, great cutter. Um, V-cutters, one cutter that... Uh, that you use, you have it in your pocket. I do. Uh, it's too clunky and big for me, but I think it's a great cutter. So this is the Calibri double cutter. So I have a standard cut on one side, a deep V on the other, and the cigar cutter doubles as a cigar rest. Just set your cigar on top, set it and forget it. It's so big, though, it looks like it could light a cigar, too. It could be a lighter. <laughs> I don't if know they, where you'd put the tank. They got to go three and one now, now and the, come out with the lighter attached to it. The thing about this is because the second blade closes behind, this is a good cutter for the car because it yes, captures the cap mm-hmm. and you don't have, I don't, I just don't have cigar caps all over my car anymore. Yeah. So then it's there. Do you ever build them up? Build up the cigar caps? Yeah. What am I, some sort of animal? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's, because it's still in there, and then the next time you cut, there's no, a couple they, in it. You dump it out right yeah. away outside. Okay. At a red light, you stick it out the window. and Unless your car drives by yourself, and you can do it while you're driving. Right. Yeah, Unless that. Ed we're, Sullivan? We're not that lucky <clears throat> to have a Tesla yeah. like you guys. Ed Sullivan's dog has its own electric car. So. Yeah, but he didn't get a Tesla. But uh-huh. does it drive itself? 
Uh, no, not the way that oh, no? Tesla. No, no, no. No? Oh, okay. Um, so cigar cutters, the way to go is straight cut. or That deep V isn't bad, I got to say. I'm against V cutters. But here's the thing, v, here's the thing about the deep V. We all smoke the same <coughs> stuff here in the store, by yeah. and large. So I can differentiate my cigar in the ashtray when the band's off and I'm not smoking Trevor's. And we're in the middle of a pandemic, so... That's the way that We're I do it. We're at the end of the pandemic, by the way. Actually, it's don't over. say it. You ruin it every time <laughs> you, know, you do this. Massachusetts, which is a mile down the road, is open today. It's a year and a half it took them, but they're open today. The game well, is over. They're, they're, they've been open. It's just the mask mandate yeah, has over. been Oh, yeah, it's yeah. over now. Great. They're yeah. going to put it back on tomorrow, and it's all because and, of David. And yeah. the Bruins tonight are going to be at uh, almost full capacity. I think the stadium holds like 18,000. They're oh, going to have 16,000 at no the masks. game. Uh, no, they still got to wear masks at the game. Yeah, the garden is still requiring masks. Yeah. Now, and I don't have a problem with a place itself choosing to say you can't bring a camera. It's their you business. You need to use a mask. It's, you can't drink. You can drink. You can do this. You can't do that. The place, it's up to them. You can smoke. You can't smoke. Mm-hmm. I would like restaurants to be able to say you can smoke yeah. or you can't smoke. If they say you can't smoke, <coughs> you can't. But for the government to say uh-huh. it, that's, that's where the problem lies. That's the and, problem. And the question is, was the mask mandate a mandate? Was it a law? It was not a law. It was a mandate. What does that mean? That means that you could fight any ticket, and there are people across the country that got tickets for not wearing a mask, and they won because it it's is unenforceable. And it's not a law. That's what makes it not a law, is it's yeah. unenforceable. Hmm. Well, there's lots of things out there are non-enforceable. They don't enforce. They don't enforce. They choose not to enforce. But it, anytime somebody wanted to be a hero and tried to enforce the mask mandate, federally, they lost. Marijuana use is illegal. Correct. But they don't enforce it in some states, and it's allowed. Correct. Right? So, uh, cigar lighters. <laughs> cigar lighters. Um, yeah. Somebody says mandate is a fake law. Jim Miller says Mr. J is an authority on mandating. <laughs> mandate. I found out, that by the way. A, that gets a bell. The, the, the mandate. The, That's funny. The app grinder is not meant for finding the best sandwiches in town. No. It didn't, it's something entirely different. <laughs> Here we go. I still have an active uh, subscription, but uh, for lighters. You got a couple of different options. So for the guys that like to collect Zippos, there is a Z plus insert that you can put inside and then you don't end up with the Zippo fuel. And, and then you have traditional lighters like they, the ones uh, that we feature. Don't use Zippo lighters the, to light your cigars, Those please. work well, but it's it's a somewhat little-ass tank in there. It is a little-ass tank. This would be the definition of little-ass tank. And then you have big-ass tank. So you've got to decide, are you a little-ass tank person or are you a big-ass tank person? And then Vertigo, if you want to show that picture, Ed, Vertigo has a uh, people are into big full complement of different styles of lighters, single jet, double jet, triple jet, quadruple jet. There's even some with five and six jets. <laughs> and I'm a firm believer you should have multiple for depending on the cigar that you're lighting. Like you're gonna, you should use a single jet if you're going to light a Lancero or a Corona. Not a quadruple jet like yeah, yeah. Jonathan had mm-hmm. us do a couple of weeks for, ago. Uh, for touch-ups, too, I like the single jet. And then you got butane gas, and there is a difference. There is a difference. And for the layperson, what you want to look for is the seal in the top of the can. What it says on the outside, we carry Lotus. What it says on the outside doesn't matter as much as the fact that the seal is on the top of the can because these guys buy them from the same factory. 
That's the one you want, not a seal down the side. Those typically come out of Mexico. Not that it isn't butane, but with how fine the jets are on your lighters at this point, they're milled so, so fine that the butane not being refined enough, you'll gum up the mechanism and the lighters will stop working. So that's important. Just look at the can that's on there and you're going to see the seal that's on the top of it. That's the answer. You see it down the side. That's a no-go. It just happened to me this morning. A guy came in and said, I've been into two different smoke shops. Uh, This is my third can of butane. I cannot get my lighter to work. And so I flushed it, which for people listening, to bleed a lighter, you have it upside down. If I want to get the butane out of there, I'm going to bleed it, but with the lighter right side up, and that's going to push the butane out. And that's what I did. I just got rid of all of his butane. I put premium butane in. I cycled it through the top a few times. I bled it a few times, built up the butane pressure in there, blew out the mechanism from the inside out, and the lighter worked like a charm. Although you don't. And sold him a can of butane. Sold him a can of butane and a bleed tool. Yeah. And I think the bleed tool, you don't absolutely need it, but this works yeah. great. Yeah. So let's see the butane. Let's see the bleed tool here. Uh-huh. So the he's got it up on the screen okay, there, there too. Is. So that bleed tool underneath that cap is a tool that is the exact shape of the fill tube on the lighter. And the reason this matters, could you use a pen? Yes, but you're going to get ink everywhere eventually. You could use you a precision the, screwdriver. You break the ball on the pen. Mm-hmm. Correct. This shit happens. But if you use a precision screwdriver, you'll often end up misforming that right. fill tube. And now you're going to squirt butane everywhere instead of inside the lighter. So the magic of the bleed tool is it's the exact shape of the fill chamber. Perfect. And that allows you to bleed it properly. They, yeah, they work great. They do. The thing is, I don't have it around all the time. <laughs> no, that's my problem, yeah. too. Yeah. Where do you put You're not going to put it in your pocket. How often are you going to do it? But You, you put could, it on top of your humidor where your butane is, and when it, it's time to fill the so lighter. How about a little snap thing that snaps the side of the butane can, or the can itself has the bleed tool built mm. into it on the cap, Ooh. in the inside of the cap? Are you inventing something? I am. <laughs> okay, Vertigo, you listening to this? Alan inside Gold. the cap. Of it is the bleed tool, the the plastic thing that snaps on, and there you got it. Inside of it, you get an extra buck a can for it, and it always comes with the cap. Huh? I like it's it. It's a genius idea. Okay. I just come up with the ideas. You guys come with it. I'll buy from you. Because you, know you know the places where to get this stuff. So uh, another thing... Um, Janine Perdomo, I know she was listening, right? Still is, and Still uh, is. she said it would be an honor for her to be a guest on the show. Be nice. Great. We just booked another one. She has made a bit of garbage that I like, and it's so good that I think she patented this, that it was oh. patented, because you don't see it from anybody Not else. Not patented big-ass tank we're talking about No, here. patented coffee mug. Ah, I know exactly where you're going with this. The coffee mug, at the, at the handle of the coffee mug, the top part of the handle, where you maybe put your thumb, mm-hmm. right? That, that part is set where the cigar rest would be, which is, by the way, perfect for me because I almost always smoke cigars and drink coffee at the same time. And it, so I have my coffee that has the cigar rest with me. Where is my cigar rest? It's with my coffee, which is going to be right next to me at that time. Right, because you're well known for losing cigars. Yeah, where is my <laughs> I cigar? I had a cigar. <laughs> and I walk around the room because I put it down. But putting it down on my coffee rest, I never lose my coffee no, for whatever reason. you never lose reason. your coffee. So there it is. Yep. So um, I believe they have a um, swag page on perdomocigars.com. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe that that item is there to be purchased. That, is, yeah, that is a it cool is. present. It is. Uh, when they do events in the store, they, they'll have different items or something. You buy a box and you get these different items. Like on the cigar on twoguyscigars.com right now, because we're doing, we put the catalog out. Right. You get a, a lighter, which is an electronic lighter, mm-hmm. with, with a cutter, safety cutter with, yep. the, with the logo on it, uh, which is awesome. And they've had those things before, and then they have the coffee mug. And then somebody looks, oh, I'm a cigar smoker. I'm going to get the lighter. I'm going to get there. And I always point at the coffee mug because the coffee mm-hmm. mug, you may look at, I got coffee mugs. You don't have that coffee Correct. mug. That There's a badass. coffee mug that serves two purposes, and I think it's a good thing. Uh, and I don't see it with anybody else, and I had heard that it's it was patented. patented. Yep. So uh, that could be that. As crazy as that is, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and according to news reports, Pastor Christ Penelope of Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries. He's a pastor and his name is Christ? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries in Limpopo, South Africa, has a healing ritual where he reportedly farts on people's faces to cure his parishioners of all spiritual and physical problems. In the name of the father, I blow the <laughs> breath of God upon you. And that's not only that insane, one. it's asylum. <laughs> that, that one had some dampness. Yeah, it yeah, was a little wet. Sorry about that. We're, we're such children. Still, still uh, fart noises and stuff make us smile. It's crazy, but it's true. Um, next week, should this be a reality show? Uh, Big Time Tommy is with Asylum Cigars now. He is a reality uh, show guy, and... Um, uh, the people at Asylum made a cigar for him. We're going to have him on the show. Um, years ago, I got contacted. Uh, remember when the Duck Dynasty thing all started oh, up? Oh, yeah. And, and all that hillbilly country type of stuff was, was hot. Um, some reality company called me up that I believe did that. And they said, you know, we love the New England accent. And what about a reality show happening inside your cigar lounge and all that? And, and I had to actually... Um, make a thing of all the characters yeah. that exist. This is not make-believe characters. No. These are with the people that hung around. <laughs> it was so interesting to do <laughs> of coming up with these people. And at, at the beginning of it, I said, eh. And as I did it, I go, this is a show. <laughs> this, this is a show. Uh, and if you've been to a cigar lounge, it doesn't matter where you go. I've had seven different cigar stores over the years. It exists in all of them. You have these characters yeah. in each store. Yeah, my shop in, uh, in Brooklyn, we went through this. Uh, Lance Heflin was going to be the producer who just recently passed away. Uh, but we put the cameras in, and everybody shut up. Ah, Nobody mm-hmm. talked and disappeared. Like, That's where right, the problem yeah. happens, right? Yeah, a lot of guest spots, too. Just some crazy person who comes in one time and talks to Trevor. 
He gets a lot of the cases. He gets a lot. So we'll talk to Big Time Tommy about that next week, uh, if we can get a reality show going in in a cigar shop. I don't care if it's my cigar shop, but I think Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where it is. It could be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if somebody can pull that off, maybe it's Big Time Tommy. Um, June 12th, we're going to be smoking cigars down to the nub, uh, nub-sized cigars, and uh, this this has been going around for a long time. Uh, I thought it might have been a a one-shot thing, but they continue to sell, and we'll get into that. June 19th is father and son, John Saka, Stephen Saka, and Stefan Saka will all join us as we uh, celebrate Father's Day. We're going to talk about some of that Mm -hmm. today, because this is the stuff you may buy somebody uh, for Father's Day. In June 26th, Nick Melillo will be here as we launch the 2021 Firecracker. The Wise Man Maduro Firecracker mm. will come out, and we'll have Nick up here, and there's lots of stuff to talk to him about. Anyway, it's been a while. Right here in Connecticut, yep. he's coming down, and uh, we'll, we'll start that up. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we get time to get to some more cigarbage, and uh, let's get to ashtrays now. Ashtrays, lots of different kinds of ashtrays. I love this ashtray. I don't know why I don't use this. I don't use it in my home. I don't use it in my office. Mm. And I think it's the best one out there. Why don't I use this? I don't know why. Those are great for outdoor ashtrays. They're much easier to clean after you leave everything. Well, and so this is the stinky ashtray, the silver bowl uh, ashtray, stainless steel, stainless steel. Easy to clean. You just mm-hmm. dump it. Not a lot of wiping down or anything. Nothing sticks to it. It's awesome. So there's two there's two things to note about that. So it is easy to clean. That's important. There's no ridges. That makes that that's the part that makes it easy to clean. But it's very deep. And mm-hmm. the thing about smoking cigars outdoors is when the wind blows, one of you on either side of the ashtray is getting ash <laughs> on you. Yep. So you go with a deep ashtray for outdoors or the HF Barcelona ashtray. Yeah, which has a grate on it, and now it lots of are, yeah. lots of places to put your cigar. The ash falls inside. The wind can blow all it wants, and the ash doesn't get all over you. And then that's another great ashtray that mm-hmm. I don't use. We would be remiss if we didn't talk about the car version of the stinky oh, ashtray. Yeah. So this has a dual purpose. You have I do use your that. cigar rest. That's what I use in my car. Me too. You have the place where the ash goes at the bottom, and then the number one problem in your car when it comes to odor is the ash. This seals up. After you done, drop the cigar If you're like in Barry it, Stein and you let it fill all the way up to the top, you can still put the lid on and <laughs> keep the ash smell out of the car. Have you ever been in Jose Blanco's office in the Dominican Republic? He had the uh, a huge stinky, probably twice the size of that overflowing with ashes really and it was uh, a challenge to him to constantly fill it till it was overflowing before he would dump it really but it stinks though that's the whole idea it's a stinky ashtray if you don't empty it out but if you empty it out it can be the cleanest nicest smelling ashtray that yep. there is so these are the three best ashtrays that i see that are, that are out there and i use i use the car one but i don't use the other ones and today should be the day today should be the day that i switch it out because as I was preparing for this, looking at it, I go, isn't this so weird that I don't use the best ashtray? And these are the best Well, you, in fairness to you, you smoke indoors a lot. And so you don't need the depth of the stinky ashtray. And you don't need the lid on the HF Barcelona. So, 
But just on, like on my desk, I should have the Barcelona because... There's a lot of place to put cigars. You're always smoking more than one. Right. I'm smoking two or three at the same time. Right. And there they are all lined up. There's people in the office that are there too. And then the ash falls into those holes and it's not a pile of ashes mm. sitting around. You know what would be nice on that? Here's another idea. A switch on the side where the cover, you know, imagine the switch as you do it covers the holes. Ah, and then all the smell stays inside. Ah? Uh, mm. What am I thinking of? There's, there's something there. There was a, a cigarette one where you could flick the button and it would all the butts would fall inside the center. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but I'm thinking of some, maybe it's a cooking thing that you slide the thing and the top closes. Is there some sort of lid type Thing. There must be. Hmm. Hmm. I have these ideas. Yeah. They're unbelievable ideas. No, I just really like that. I like that you saw that somewhere, and like everything else in your life, you can't remember a goddamn thing. <laughs> what anything's called. I have to figure out what you're saying yes, by you saying, get me job. the thing right you, there. You get paid for it. Get me the thing. Mm. And my poor wife, she does the same thing. I start mm. with the que- with the trying to explain. Something. She's unbelievable. She She's a professional. She's been with me for a long time. You haven't been all that. It's been a long time, mm. but not enough. You're starting She's to get it. She's a professional. Yeah. Uh, You're starting to get it. Dave, there are other options for people that like something more decorative, for example. Yes. Uh, Yes. So, well, some of the manufacturers make unbelievable ashtrays, and, and that Don Lino Africa one's cool looking ashtray. Yeah. Um, um, land shock that we're talking about the now that one lighter. that one has what we Bottle refer cap. to as self ashing technology. <laughs> so what happens on that ashtray because the lid is not all that wide. When you set your cigar down, your cigar is tipping. This is the mm-hmm. land slide. The land shark. Land shark. Yeah. Your cigar tips. And then ah, it rests on the ash. Because, so when you pick it up, the ash stays in the ashtray, and you're not constantly flicking. That's interesting. Because why does why does it make it so it goes straight across when it should actually tip down? A yeah, little? that's what the Land Shark one does. You get that and a Land Shark lighter for twenty nine ninety nine on twoguyscigars.com right now. Yeah, and that Don Lino ashtray you get free with a box purchase of Don Lino right now. Yeah. Mm. And, and maybe that's part of what it is, is people aren't buying ashtrays because a lot of the promotions that happen at events is you get it, you know, buy a box, you'll get this ashtray. Well, I have these ashtrays, but some of them are just plain, not cool. They're like not these. as ornate. Or, or, or they don't do what these things They don't have the functionality. Do. You pay extra for that. One year at our anniversary party, we had these um, stinky ashtrays made up, oh, yeah. and they and they said the name of the you know whatever twenty fifth sixth anniversary yeah. or whatever it was, and ended up doing it. You'd think I'd have, I bought five hundred of them, you and don't I don't have even any. have one. And I have these at every store, and I don't have one. Um, How do I not have this? Dave, today's the day. I am having both of those ashtrays today. So okay. <laughs> zero them out or whatever you have to do, but they're not leaving the stage. Uh, they stay. Dave, Jim Collison thinks you should go on QVC and do yes. a whole segment of this stuff. Well, and we're telling you some crappy stuff, but some of the stuff is it's good. very good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, so all that being said, uh, Rocky Patel Special Edition, I have hit the band. I got to take the band off. It's a big band. Well, yeah, one third of the way into the cigar, you got to take the band off. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Uh, what do you think? Good cigar. It's good. A little bit of pepper and spice happening now as White I'm pepper. hitting the, the middle part of the cigar. Uh, still some of the chocolate notes, uh, more of a dark chocolate than a milk chocolate. Yep. That, so it's playing back and forth between sweet and spicy. Does not, it does not resemble a Rocky Patel cigar to me. 
It's mm. different than a Rocky mm. Patel cigar. It's more of a Padron cigar than a Rocky Patel cigar. Would you say that this one is special? It's special. They should call it. Oh, they do. This is the Rocky <laughs> Patel Special Edition. It's a purple band, those that are listening, purple and white. Um, and it's just not something you can Google because yeah. uh, it's not. Well, it is stores. a big band. It comes off very easily. so Which matters to you, too. That's it does thing. matter, yeah. especially when they're big. I, you have to take them off much sooner than you might otherwise. Hmm. So you must love Neanderthal because it's not a big band. It, uh, it doesn't, doesn't come off. <laughs> doesn't come off easy. It doesn't come off. No, <laughs> when you get near it, you got to slide it off away from the ash. What does he do? It's super glue, or gorilla glue, or something crazy. on that. But yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like that I can't take that band off. It's small, but it's a great band, though. The double band, yeah, right? and it's One double on band top of the other. Just stick your knife under it with a corner and just give it a little flick, and you're done. That's what I generally do. Yeah, you carry a knife. You carry a knife mm-hmm. always. Uh, we're men. Yeah, men I, carry I, knives. You carry a knife? No, I don't not a man. That. Not a man. See. You probably carry a gun, too. I do. Mm-hmm. I don't all the time. No. No. So we've now established that I'm the manliest member on the panel. So go ahead and send your cards and letters to no. the Contact Us page of the afraid if you agree with me. Or is he more afraid that somebody, because you got beat up as a kid. Exactly. Right. That's what it is. You got I picked can out take, in school. I can take a punch better than all three <laughs> of you put together. I don't need to be armed. Does he have a mandate? He may. Mandate. He may. It's a mandate. <laughs> you and I go on mandates at least once a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them got postponed. It did Very sad. To November. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll find, about, find out about their mandate and probably one of the most <laughs> sought after cigars around. It's here and it won't last long. We're going to smoke that uh, next. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar-smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. Boom, and he's off just like that. We're back, and we're talking about cigarbage and uh, some things that you need and uh, will help you. Everything okay, Ed Sullivan, yeah? Yeah, everything's fine. All right. Welcome back, everybody. That's his normal face. Why would you ask that? I don't know. It just looked like... <laughs> I, I was just perplexed. I, I left on the auto mix, you know, so the music went away. All right. It's... I shouldn't have turned over. shouldn't have looked, but it looked like... Oh. 
we're off the air, but we're not off the air. Uh, okay, let's uh, get to the second cigar. I'm dying to light this up because um, I haven't had this particular one yet. There's three different ones, but this particular one I have not had. And today's second cigar is the Byron 20th Century Limited Edition Habanero 2015 Vintage. And it's manufactured in Costa Rica by Nelson Alfonso's Selected Tobacco. The size that we're lighting up is a 6x54. It features an Ecuadorian wrapper, undisclosed binder, undisclosed fillers with a touch of Dominican and Peruvian. Mm. A single cigar will set you back $34, while a humidor of 25 is eight forty nine ninety nine, and if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Okay, that's everybody's paid today. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. These are expensive, but they're they're they have been awesome. Um, and here's the those that are watching on here. Here's the humidor. Uh, it is a humidor and humidifier there legit. to. Uh, Two different calibrations of humidity, and um, well, one is temperature, one's humidity. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. temperature and humidity, and a little button in the front of it, and there's three versions so of this. Box. Nice. Mm. So this is the 20th century version. There's a 19th century, yep, and a 21st century, Correct. which is the, the uh, black box is the 21st, and the white box is the. Tw- uh, 19th. 19th. Yeah, and and the grand poema is the 20... That's the 19th. 19th century. Habanero, 20th century. Yep. And the Elegante, black box, Correct. is the 21st century. Um, so this is the 20th century. Correct. Habanero that we're smoking. Let's do it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal ship tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Now, while you guys are cutting, I'm going to talk to people about if you get yourself a humidor of these, yeah. you'll notice at the bottom there are bullet punches or hole punches punched in the cellophane. You can't see it on the camera. Just take my word for it. If you're not careful sliding this out, those holes can catch the wrapper and you'll end up with a run. So what I recommend on this cigar is take your Lotus Jaws and latch on through the cellophane and then give it a quick cut. And now I can slide the cigar out the other side and unscathed. So he wanted to have this cigar still breathing. Again, this has been six years since post-rolled? Correct. Rolled in 2015. 15. And available now. 200, 200 boxes of each one made. That's it. And um, as far as Two Guys Smoke Shop will go, we'll be out of them this week. Um, cigar stores around the country have them, uh, but they don't last long. Um, he puts the holes on them so it continues to breathe. And because <clears throat> it's inside, a problem. inside the humidors, there's also seed, virgin cedar staves that are that are there to continue to impart flavor so the holes do allow for the cigar to breathe both in and out and stay in close proximity to that cedar so my argument to him was it's been sitting there at least five years in the cedar put the cellophane correctly on the cigar so this problem doesn't happen and stop this madness Hmm. uh it's over at that point you've done everything you could do uh end it and uh, he agreed so i don't think we're gonna see the holes in it 
next year. I think it's over. The other thing to note about his cellophane is that if you light it on fire and blow it out, yeah, it smells like wood burning yeah. because this is real cellophane. It breathes. So I, I just don't think there's a need to put the, the holes in the end. Yeah. All right, let's light this. We're going to light our cigar today with the Landshark by Lotus. It looks like a yellow beer. What beer is that, Barry? <laughs> uh, that would be Landshark. Thank ah. you. What a coincidence. Yeah. It's called the Landshark by Lotus, and it's named after the Landshark beer. So you have a bottle cap top, three jets protected by double wall protection, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and yes, it is fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, all for the low price of 19 99 that is the land shark by lotus so is that margaritaville guy jimmy buffett that's his beer too yes okay and according to our chat room only jimmy buffett drinks land shark beer nobody drinks it i never even heard of it to be honest with you but um the the lighter is very cool the ashtray is very cool but uh the beer i don't know and you can get them both for 29.99 it'll be very cool too this this cigar (laughs) is better than sex Whoa. He's only taking a couple of Pam's puffs. nodding her head in agreement. <laughs> so obviously the two of you haven't had great sex yet. Uh, I'd like to volunteer my services. To both <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Don't lie. Wow. Don't lie. Is that Greg and Lissandra down there? I can't see. Oh, all right. What's happening? It's good. It's real good. It's righteous. Righteous. And if this was ever 20 bucks, I'd smoke them all day long. But it's 34? Yeah. 34. Yeah, you buy them, buy them by the box in the store. Maybe yeah. you get a, a different price. Every time I smoked a Byron on game day, the Islanders have won. So. Wow. It's getting expensive for me. Yes, it has gotten expensive <laughs> for me. And I see the beard growing. Yes. Well, I notice um, I notice. I never see pictures of the cigar lit, so I'm wondering if you're actually smoking it or you're just staging a picture and using the same I'm staging the, the picture, and then I'm smoking it, and I'm screaming on my back deck watching the game, wow. and you can check my purchase history. And, <laughs> and, and we know he doesn't save any cigars either. No. So. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get to humidors. There's, there's a bunch of kind of humidors. There's travel humidors. There's tabletop humidors. There's wall units. Uh, I use all of the above. Um, humidors are important. To me, not so important if I bought a box of cigars because just a few days or something, I'm going to be gone. The cigars will be gone. You guys that smoke one or two cigars a week, you need a humidor more than I Certainly. need a humidor. And I have all the humidors. Uh, because I, I age cigars and I do all that stuff. But you at least need the uh, little plastic um, yeah, travel, little travel case, hard case. It has onboard humidification, although a little bit of heavy lifting with the onboard humidification. This is really for short travel, three days, and you're going to have to reload this. So if you're going to have more than three days, get a little Lotus two-way humidipack here. Yeah, four bucks. You peel the sticker. You don't even need to expose the whole side. I typically will do just four slots for a humidor this size. You lay it on top of the cigars, face up. Boom. Set it and forget it, and you've got it's months, two way. If months, it's, not, if it's over humidified, it's going to bring it down. Mm-hmm. If it's under humidified, it's set it and forget it is right. That's the way to go with that. Uh, as far as the tabletop humidor. 
don't go small, go big or go Bigger home. than you think you need. Yeah, because once you buy a box of cigars or somebody gave you a box of cigars, there's 25 cigars, you have a 25-count humidor, you got eight cigars left, what are you going to do? you got to smoke eight cigars today, you're not going to do it, you're not a pro, you're going to have hmm. to get a bigger humidor. Go bigger. Uh, if I look at my old humidors, which I threw out, while we were do, doing the stuff out here, the stuff I built up along the way, I saw the mistakes I made of getting the 25-count humidor, then getting a 50-count humidor, and then once you end up getting a big one, you, I got a wall unit in my house. I got a wall unit in my office. I'm all set, and those are packed, packed. on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you end up getting it. The scars don't get worse. They get better sitting in a, in a good humidifier with climate control in it, and you're all set. The tough, with, uh, you and I disagree a little bit as far as the climate control. I would like to rely on my house for climate control, and I keep my house around 70 degrees year-round. Yeah. The unit that I use in, I've got a full-size cabinet that my brother and I built, and the unit I use is the Cigar Oasis because it does have a baffle. So when it's time for the humidity to be shut off, the baffle closes, and no moisture leaks out, and it's a perfect seal. So I have... Terrific control over the humidity inside that box. There's lots of people that write into me all the time, and I have conversations about the refrigerated units. And the thing about humidity uh, you have to remember is as you chill air, your relative humidity goes up, not down. So refrigerated units work the best in places like Arizona, yeah, where it's very dry, the northern part of Texas, that whole Midwestern belt where it's desert area. There's not a whole lot of humidity in the air to begin with, and now you can use the climate control feature of that humidor. Outside of that, in New England, we bought one to yeah. test it, and it was an expensive one, and we could not get the humidity down. You had to take everything out, and the wood itself was maintaining We spent 65%. months on it to try to get yeah. it regulated. We could not get it regulated here in New England. And I see they're out there, and they look nice and all that stuff. It's better for wine than it is for cigars. Uh, we have not had any luck with that at all. Humidifiers that are inside there, Jonathan's mentioned uh, Cigar Oasis, which is nice. It's got a fan built in, and that's awesome. Um, you have the green fluorofoam that actually breaks apart after a while. Uh, it can mold. Lots of things happen <coughs> there. This is cigar beads that you're holding in there, which is awesome. You add to that the humidifying solution, which is a 50-50 mix of propylene glycol and and distilled water. Distilled water. Way to go. And Uh, here's something. Here's a little trick that people don't know. I teach this all the time out on the sales floor, especially on these units that are clear. You never want to go above 50% liquid inside there because these beads can absorb between 10 and 25% of their weight in liquid. So you want to make sure you have plenty of headroom because if you fill it all the way up, those beads will continue expanding and they'll blow through the screen and now you have less ability to hold moisture inside and it's going to appear that you're running out of liquid too often. So you go up halfway, leave it face up when when they're dry powder like this. Overnight, in the morning, the beads will have expanded enough. You can stick it to the top of the unit. It won't even drip. And you set set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. The next time you fill it, you notice that they're getting a little low. Bring the liquid up to halfway. The beads will do their thing. And it doesn't take 24 hours. I mean, a matter of a few hours or something, it's ready to go. I do it all the time. I have a, a big unit, a uh, tabletop unit at home also. Uh, actually, two of them. Um, just specialty type things and stuff that go in there. And uh, that's what I use in there. And that goes good, too. 
this beaded item. This is another item that is for uh, really overflow in the wintertime when your humidifier is really struggling. People and you need to give yourself you explain. a little boost. It's a clear jar that has a lid on the top. This would sit on the floor of your humidor. The issue I have with these is in the summertime, you do not need a boost and you want that floor space in your humidor. And this is why the other units are fixed to the top of the lid. So this is more for the wintertime place like New England where you're going to have a drop in humidity and you need extra space, extra humidity, not extra space. Yeah. So that's an add on in the wintertime. That's it. And then you could put the lid back on and you seal it and it's, it's going to last you forever and for what, $10, $20 or something. Yeah. It's that all, particular unit is ten dollars. Yeah, hey, unbelievable. Jonathan, uh, Kevin Hammond asks: Does that beads unit come with a magnet for the lid? It does. Not only does it come with a magnet, but it also comes with a peel and stick metal plate. So if your right. humidor doesn't already have that, you can put now, it on. I'm always a little cautious about that because some of them end up falling down. Yeah, on top of the cigars. So I the, believe that the. Uh, the sticky stuff that they're using on that is the 3M one, which ah. is really, really good. Yep. And it, it'll hold its thing. The thing about your humidor when you're setting it up, and I'm sorry to get it too much into humidors here, do not, under any circumstances, wipe down the inside of your humidor with distilled water, like the instructions may say, and like the internet is going to say. Yeah. For the simple reason, my brother's a woodworker. He's the one who taught me this. You raise the grain in that humidor, and you put an uncellophane cigar on that raised grain, you're essentially sanding your wrappers, and now you're going to have damage problems inside that unit. Along with the thing isn't going to stick afterwards. You've moistened the wood Correct. too much. Within three days, in any environment, that amount of wood will acclimate. So put your cigars in, put your humidifier in, and just let it go for the three days. Nothing bad's going to happen in yeah. three days to your cigars. They'll help bring that wood up to its proper humidity, and then the wood is going to be a nice buffer, especially on a Diamond Crown unit like uh, what Ed showed you. Don't always think the directions are, are correct. Correct. You know, some mm -hmm. madman ended up doing it. And, and <laughs> I don't know why, why, why that's said. Well, even PG Solution, where it says it's, you know, bringing you to 70%. I, I recommend people holding their cigars in the low 60s so you have headroom to get all the way up to 70% yeah. as the maximum. Maximum. And right. the lowest you'd want to go is 55. You get to below 55, a little panic should set in. Yeah. You get above 65, a little panic should set in. Yeah, absolutely. Hygrometers, the way to measure the humidity. One way is to just feel the foot of your cigar, not the head. You squeeze the head of the cigar where the cap is. It's going to crack no matter what. If you go to the foot, it should get a little bounce to it. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't fold or it shouldn't crack. That's one way. It's the way I end up doing it, yep. as opposed to having a, a regulated humidifier. But if you're going to do it, the ones that just are, are the analog ones that just the needle moves, forget about it. They're yeah. only accurate to within 10%, whereas a digital hydrometer that has been calibrated at the factory are typically accurate to within a tenth of a percent. At that point, if you were plus or minus 1%, it doesn't yeah. matter. You're, you're, they're all round things, and, and humidity is relative to the temperature anyway. And the stuff we carry, we've tested it. We put it in the same environment, multiple ones, and they should all be within 1% of each other. Correct. They are. So we test these things to see how they end up working out. Uh, these things are, are tried and true, uh, and that's a way to test it. Right now, it's time to get to the emails. All right. It is time for the aging room 
Best email of the week brought to you by Aging Room Cigars. And this week's prize is an Aging Room ball cap, two rocks glasses with the cutout specially set up for your cigar, and an Aging Room lighter. We're looking at about a $100 value there. That doesn't violate the patent because they're rocks glasses, Yes, right? it's not the... Well, theirs is different. It's not a cutout. Uh, it's a thing on the handle. So okay, I think it would so be... it's very different. Yeah. I don't, I don't have... You don't well, have one to show. Yeah, I don't have one to Another show. Another dry bag. I see. <laughs> I'm, not begging, I'm not begging at all. Raphael is, is, he either listens to you and sends it and you're unhappy, or he doesn't listen to you and doesn't no. send it and you're unhappy. Do I remember an event that we had, that we had those glasses for everybody up here? Uh, yes, it was a Winston Churchill yes. event. Mm. Yes, it was. Mm. So I must have a set of those glasses. You don't have that set. No. No. You have a set. A, yeah. Yeah, I have the Winston Churchill one at home, uh, so I remember uh, Johan or Jesse gave me one. Gave yeah, one I must Ed. have I'm one. Sure he gave I must one. have one. All right, the following message was submitted through the contest contact us page for the contest. And you have four at the today? CigarAuthority.com. I do have four. All right, so let's get to it. All one. right, so Tom writes, is shorter better? No. <laughs> Gentlemen, last week after watching yet another wave of long ash social media posts, some of which was egged on by a cigar club long ash competition with a very nice cigar to win a very fast car. I was left wondering, could we actually have the wrong idea about the coolness factor of stacking all these dimes? Being the stogie superheroes that you are, I look to you for the answer. Where does this long ash appeal come from? Or more importantly, is the cultivating of long ashes precariously dangling from our holy smokes really a bad idea? Hear me out. On prior shows, you talked about the importance of keeping a clean ashtray to ensure your car, lounge, etc. won't stink. As it is, the ash themselves are responsible for a latent or lingering odor. So if ashes are actually to blame for off-putting aromas, and since the sense of smell is so closely related to taste, wouldn't it be best for us to puff away with as little ash influence filtration as possible coming from our suck holes? Am I crazy to be annoyed, dare I say saddened, by all of these long-ash-smoking jamokes whose antics could actually be giving a worse-tasting cigar, and those who like a big, dirty ash doing a disservice to the fine makers of our beloved cigars? I'm sure Mr. J would agree that a tight, skinny ash doesn't smell as bad, <laughs> but would you all agree that it's preferred because the shorter ash, the better, or purer the cigar will taste? No, because you're, the long, the other end of the ash, you're never dragging mm -hmm. in. It's only the, the one that's closest to the, the burn. So I did experiments on this, and I proved that what happens is the ash insulates the ember and keeps the ember hotter. What we have dis had described as cigar smokers before of being a hotter smoking experience with less ash was really a harsher smoking experience. It was not technically hotter. So you want to have some ash on to insulate that ember. If the ash comes off, you got to puff a little longer and your cigar is going to burn faster. So you do want some ash. Do you want to run an, a longest ash contest every time with your cigar? No, but it is a sign of good construction that the Lajero is placed properly and it will hold an ash for an inch to two inches. That's preferable. Even in the pizza oven, you want ash on the wood that's there as opposed to the mm -hmm. flame coming off it. Correct. Right? Or are you going to burn the pizza? 
Yeah, the ash is an insulator. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good question. Cigar rest. Cigar rest is, in this case, it's a piece of wood that's folded into an X. Thank you, Michael Damari. Yep, and you just rest the cigar on there as opposed to having to put it in the ashtray, but you need an ashtray. Now, you need two things now. That's the problem I have, why I want things that do multiple use. Yeah, I never really use the cigar rest because I always have an ashtray. It's more of a, a, a rest to put the cigar to take a picture of it. Exactly. It is. <laughs> I, have a, I have a complaint. Yours says Dave yep. on one side and two guys smoke shop on the it other. It does. It does. Mine says Mr. Jonathan on one side and it says D- uh, Barry on the other. Yes, it does. Why is that? Because somehow we you have want, to share? No, it's somehow mismatch. you got, yeah, it's mismatched. Somehow you got my piece. Yeah. <laughs> so now I know where half of mine went. There we go. <laughs> but there's, there, are, there are lighters out there that have the cigar rest built in lotus makes one yep and uh, you're getting two things on one two things at once that's it if they put a cutter I, I, on that you'd be, you'd be the perfect it would lighter tool it would nub tool so you're down smoking a cigar and you want to smoke it all the way down like what you would imagine a roach clip type of thing would be for you well, on a 34 dollar cigar you want to get every single puff that you possibly can right we we know who maximizes the atabase right oh his name's Tom Dudley. Yes, he goes. <laughs> he goes far, and he has one of these. Yes, tools, he does. Which is basically a nail with a bunch of beads on it. Yeah, <laughs> make this at home if you want it. Uh, you could use company, a nail, I guess. Yep, you could use a nail. Well, this one's pretty ornate. I mean, it's it, mm-hmm. it has a stand on it, so you can once the cigar yeah. is on there, it'll hold the cigar up for you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not carrying it around. No, I'm not either. Now again, if the lighter. Had the, you know how they have the the vertigo uh, puffer does the vertigo puffer. It's a pipe lighter mm-hmm. technically, and that's a, soft a pipe lane, nail right. that comes out of it to do your thing. So, a regular, if you look and listen to this um, vertigo, here's another thing: <laughs> it pops out, the little thing pops out, and then you have it with your lighter. Now you got a tool that's added to your lighter. I think it needs you know? to be Swiss Army knife style, like the puffer, because you're gonna forget it and you're gonna lose it, and now you got to buy a whole nother lighter to get <laughs> the. No, you stick it right back in. You needed it, and it, it could go next to the hole where you're gonna put the gas in, so it would cover up the hole at the same uh, time. I, I kind of agree with Jonathan on this because almost every Swiss Army knife you ever see, the toothpick is missing because it comes out. Yeah, it falls out. It's gotta be. It's gotta be on a hinge. You know, the toothpick and the Swiss Army knife. It's I gone. I wonder if it's not there. <laughs> Have a look. I yeah. bet it's gone. And that's the least sanitary thing on the planet. <laughs> is you take the toothpick out, you clean your teeth, and then all that schmuckus you just cleaned off, you jam inside your knife to just build up bacteria for the next time you got to pick something out of your gross teeth. <laughs> all right. It's time for the matchup of the week. And it's brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victus and Claire Cigars and... This may be the last week for the VS segment. It's going away? Because we got a new idea. Ah. And the new idea would be we're going to ask you, the audience, starting next week. Starting. It's on the website now. You can go to CigarAuthority.com. You could see. Because uh, we need to be a week in advance on right. this one. So next week's question is up there. You'll see it says, you know, vote now. And uh, go ahead and click it. It says Victor Sinclair, question of the week. Uh, let us know your answer, and then next mm. week we'll share what your answer is along with ours. Now, is this a multiple choice type question, or are you going to have to do some heavy lifting? Multiple choice. 
each time. No heavy lifting. Yeah. Just multiple choice A or B. Sometimes, sometimes A, B, C. Yeah, I think one of them goes all the way up to F. Okay. <laughs> so we have some of them on there. So, But this will be the last week um, that we're going to just uh, chime in on it. And um, where do I want to go? Um, Should be a good one for the last Well, one. only because I just had my birthday and my mom, mom's birthday. Let's go to Never Celebrate Birthday Again I'm versus... Never drink alcohol again. Yeah, I'm out uh, on the w birthdays. We're gonna go chocolate cake versus yellow cake. Hmm. I'd rather not celebrate my birthday now, so I'll give that up anyways. And I like my scotch and my cigar. Yeah, I don't have to ask. Yeah, Barry. you don't have to ask me. <laughs> I I have no reason to celebrate birthdays. But you don't but drink you have, either. But you don't drink. I'll give rid of both. You let both. Well, at some point, Ed Sullivan did confide in me that at at, at a certain age that he's considering. Going back to drinking. Because at that point, who cares? Right. I went with, after this birthday, I'm in my late 50s. Oh, yeah. So you're lying 61. to people. No, 61 is your That's late 50s. Very late. Very late. Early 60s is what that is. <laughs> but I'm going with late 50s, and I can go with this for a long time. It's always late 50s. I think 61. once you decide, if you've already had the birthdays, once you've made that decision, that's the birthday you're going to stick with. You should have done this three years ago. Like, I'm smart about it. I said on my 42nd birthday, 60 is a this milestone. is my last birthday. 61 is old. So I'm mm. going to late 50s now, and we're going to just stick with that. All right. How old are you? I'm in my late 50s. Yeah. 61. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. It works. But then when you get to 90, I think you say it proudly, right? Yeah. Well, at that point, you got the dirty old man syndrome where you can say pretty much whatever you want, and no one gets mad at you. Can. Throw in a lecherous laugh. Don't say that because my mother's listening and she can now. She, she knows, already says whatever she wants. And she was doing it in her 30s, believe me. <laughs> Correct. She's been, been, been that in the Oh, 30s. young lady, you have such nice breasticles. You can say that when you're 90. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, early thoughts here on this is the Byron Habanero Limited Edition 2021. Although it was made six years ago, it is the 2021 is when it's available right now and not long after. This is. What happens when you uh, mash up the flavor characteristics of Atabay and the base notes of Byron? Uh, I'm getting a little bit of both I going on. Have, you get more of that in the 21st century. I don't disagree with you. That's I'm, the one. That, that's not that's the one the we're crossover. smoking right now. We're smoking this one. This is more spicy. You get a lot of the base notes from both, in my mm. opinion. It's more spicy than anything. Habanero meaning habanos. From 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 Habano, from Habano Cuba, is why this is called habanero, not habanero pepper. Right, but it's spicy. Like it's got it's got a little spice. Yeah, uh, five. Oh no, this is a seven, six, eight, <laughs> seven, eight. Oh, you just won't give it to me. That's the <laughs> problem. This is an outstanding cigar. It certainly is. This is. In my in my top ten huh. best cigars I've ever had, it might be in my Great top cigar. five. Great cigar. Mm. Will you buy another one, Ed Sullivan? Well, will you buy one because you got this one for nothing? No, you will not buy this. He will get the distant distinguidos from time to time, and when mm. the Grand Poemas are available, he'll he'll get one of those once in a while. Yeah, although I'd rather this. Ed Sullivan's one person I will accept a birthday present from, by the way. Even though the Grand Habano <laughs> is the most sought after one, this Grand, one's Grand better. Grand Poema. Grand Poema, yeah. 
is the one forget about it. You can't mm-hmm. even get it. And they make the same amount of it, but everybody rushes to that. Right. Darker, stronger. It's a darker. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's stronger. I don't think it's stronger either. Yeah. It has a little bit more spice to it, and also a nice complement of sweetness on it. Yeah. Oh, my ash fell off. The, that Byron torpedo, though, it's my favorite torpedo the in the world. Veneciano, and that right? is, yeah. and that's the twentieth century. That's yeah. the same one, yeah. yellow band, right? Now, those I buy. That one came in this time with a slightly darker wrapper. Which adds a little more nuttiness to the to the blend. It's the same wrapper though; it's just darker because no two leaves are the same. With Aladino Corojo Reserve, the ones that are darker are spicier. I like them better. All right, we're just getting to the beginning of this though. Let's let's keep going. Uh, let's take a break. Continue to smoke, and when we get back. We got not two but three more letters in the mailbag and more cigar stuff that you didn't know you needed. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Drew Estate and the Rebirth of Cigars movement. To celebrate this momentous occasion, the company is inviting you, consumers, retailers, and cigar media, to its epic blowout birthday bash entitled DE25. DE25 will be held on September 25th at the South Fork Ranch in Parker, Texas, part of the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. The DE25 celebration will include the unveiling of Drew Estate's newest brands with a first-to-experience approach for consumers and trade partners together. Buy your tickets today at drewestate.com forward slash DE25. That's drewestate.com forward slash DE25. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? 
writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bacoda. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and we're smoking the Byron Habanero Limited Edition 2021. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, cigar bitch, things that you don't need, know you need, or maybe you don't need them. One thing is that uh, your car smells, your house smells if you smoke it indoors. You need some sort of odor eliminator. There's something called odor eliminator. It's a tub, looks like a margarine tub. You pop the top off, you peel the foil back. Uh, you put it in, your, in the room that you're smoking. After you're done smoking and you leave, you come back to the room a couple hours later and you say, wow, where'd all the odor go? It absorbed inside here. It doesn't mm. cover and mask the smell. It actually absorbs it and takes it away. Now, if you're going to use this in the car, I usually will just get my knife and I put two slits in the cover. And that, because the car is such a small area, especially in the summertime, you get the expansion of that. It's a citronella-based uh, product. So you just don't want too much of that. So I usually just put a couple of little slits, and it works great. And yeah, They last longer, too, than Correct. opening it up. Yep. Another one is candles. Uh, not a scented candle, but an odor eliminator type of candle. That is called the Lord Byron candle. Is that not? That is not. It's, not. The, <laughs> it's the Orango Sportsman tobacco candle. All right. There's one called the Lord Byron candle also. Um but either of them end up working. You see the little little thing on the top of it? The little, little green dot. little yep. green dot. It melts inside there and takes the odor away. Mm. Uh, whatever magic. I've been carrying that since we opened the store. These have been around a long time. There's sprays which cover and mask the smell, but I like to eliminate the odor uh, is a way to go. Um, what else do we have? We have cigar books, magazines, things to learn, uh, cigar aficionado, cigar... Journal, Cigar Snob, all the different magazines that are out. Great um, news-type items that tell you, and sometimes they give you some information. Well, in the case of Cigar Bliss, it changed how we... Taste cigars. Yeah, taste and perceive taste. Yeah, so Cigar Bliss is, is, a, is a book that teaches you about smoking cigars and um, how to taste these tastes that end up happening. Uh, if, if you're really getting into cigars, you need something like this. Uh, to take you to the next level. Uh, the information that you read online is not all accurate. Some of it 
it, it, there should be something where somebody can go in there and put something. You know, I want fake wanna, news. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. not true. You know, and it's out there and it, it pops up on the top sometimes. You know, search. And well, stuff a lot and of like, a lot of cigar knowledge gets passed down from one generation to another, and if that if that first generation just had somebody guessing and it's not accurate, yeah, it gets passed down. So uh, something that we haven't touched on is. Cigar carriers. This is a three finger case, which is something that I leather use. Cases. A leather case. Yeah. I use it all the time because there are times when I need to bring three or four cigars with me, and I'm not just putting them in my pocket. Yeah. I got my suit coat on, so I can put them inside here and put this in my pocket, and I don't have to worry about the cigars getting banged up. Yeah, lots of stuff out there. Uh, some of which you don't need, some that you do. Something that we carry. All the time, again, from years and years is for the golfers, the little clip that snaps on to the golf clubs or the golf cart. Well, let me teach you a trick about this, and you'll never lose this again. The well, only why time- would you want to do that? Because we sell these <laughs> to the same people over, over and over and over because they drop their cart off, and so does the thing go because they make them black. I called the company up before. I said... You should make it orange or yellow or something so people can end up doing it. They say, no, we make them black. Yeah, it won't matter. People get out of the cart. They never look back at the cart. So the trick to this is the time that you need to have your cigar held is when you're swinging the club, right? Yes. So you don't need it when you're driving the cart because you're smoking it. You can drive with one hand. So you put the clip on your golf bag. So you get out, you get the club, you clip your cigar in, you walk over, you swing away, you come back. You're not going to lose your cigar, and you're not going to lose your clip because you're not leaving without your golf bag unless you're a complete idiot. Yeah, absolutely. Good idea to tell people to do that. I do. Okay, uh, and as as we're not going to do the VS the way we did before, and now we have it on there, and Barry's telling me already we got 20-plus people yeah. already uh, going on there answering the questions. Um, the same, not the same, but it, it's going to change up on the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. So for the last time, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day the way we do it. It's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And today, $1,000. Mm. In a deserted park, you are presented with a full-grown pig that is tied to a stake and given a small caliber revolver. Would you shoot the pig? Are we eating the pig? Or is this just murder? I don't know if you can eat the pig if you want to eat the pig, but mm-hmm. you're getting $1,000 to shoot the pig. So it's murder. Well, I'm not murdering anybody for $1,000. But I'd no. shoot a person first. I mean, you can take the pig with you after you shoot. Yeah. You no, can. you you got to have your tools. You got to you got to bleed the pig out. It's got to be done properly. You're in a you pot. Gotta, you got to gut it. It's a mess. Yeah. I'm going with how no. big a pig? Doesn't matter. Full grown. Full. Oh, yeah. No, it's like I'm out. Three, four hundred. Small pounds. caliber too. You might have to shoot a few times. Yeah. No. As long as no. we can eat the pig, yeah. Yeah, if we're at a pig roast or something, yeah. and there's someone there that's trained that knows how to gut it and do all the stuff you got to do to have it ready for you the pig the, roast. You got the mojo so with you. It, you'll kill I can do it. it that's mm-hmm. hunting at that point. But it's not just, hunting. It's, it's tied to a stake. It's not hunting. <laughs> <laughs> He's there for food. I would do it in, in the most humane way possible if it's for food. If it's just murder. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Paul Kraft says he's in. That's a box of Byron's. There we go. <laughs> there we go. 
Okay. Well, you got that going for you, Paul. All right. So the after show subject, we are going to do what, Ed? Uh, we're going to talk about our most memorable cigars. Most memorable cigar that we ever oh, had. I it's got a good be one. The after show. Um, you are on email number two. Two. Four of them. So get to it because we All don't right, have much so time. All right. So we have uh, Joel writing in through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And he says, Brothers of the Leaf, I beseech you to please, in the name of all that is holy, put a gun to the head of the pig. No. Put a gun to the head of the weekly email segment and pull the damn trigger. If you're not going to kill it, then for heaven's sake, change it. Here's an idea. Give each week a theme and limit the number of lines. And here's an example. Ah. Next week's theme is, in five lines or less, tell us your thoughts on Barry. Fast forward to Saturday. Today's email comes to us from Ed Sullivan, titled Glass Belly Button. Ed writes, my thoughts on Barry are as follows. Barry needs a glass belly button because he has his head up his ass so much he needs a way to see out. Signed, Ed Sullivan from the Cigar Authority. I'm going to say he voted Democrat. Keep smoking, Gunny. Uh, P.S. Please tell Barry that I did not steal the You May Be a Cigar Geek bit from the assholes. I stole it from Cigars Daily. Barry, he'd want you to know that. I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm not sure either. All right. Hmm. So he's asking to kill the bit, and he wants to win a prize for to say don't do this anymore. Right. All right. Number three. Jeff from Jersey writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Jonathan's greatest contribution. Gents, I've been following the podcast for a few years now, and I can emphatically say that during the last show, Mr. Jonathan provided his greatest contribution to both the show and the cigar smoking world to date. When I first began smoking, I read all the articles, watched all the videos on proper cigar lighting techniques. Nary once did I see the mention of Mr. J's demonstration last week. Not once and nothing even close. But holy hell, I was listening to the show. I flipped over to the video cast to see his lighting technique in action. I tried it and oh my God, what a difference. I had always toasted the foot and rotated the cigar, but always did end up with singeing wrappers. Ah. Not anymore. This technique showed by Mr. J, which is staying above the 50-yard line, hmm. uh, needs to be recorded and made available on your site permanently, hmm. and that is important to the cigar world. That's it. And you like that because I'm writing. I, so I put little notes of what it is. That's lighting technique kiss ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so far, I don't like any of them. All right. All right. And we got a fourth. Uh, we have a fourth. It's a quick one. Uh, Sean writes, Mr. Jonathan's ex-wife on the show through the Contact Us oh. page of thecigarauthority.com. Like uh, the after show, the after show, the after show is great. On the most recent sh after show, you mentioned the idea of having Mr. Jonathan's ex-wife on the Cigar Authority. This is an idea. This idea is maybe an all-time best show idea. Hmm. Could we get some listener input to put together a top 10 or 20 questions for her, perhaps even a contest to pick the best ones? What are some good questions? Perhaps something Barry would ask. I'll go first. <laughs> oh, God. What is the kinkiest thing Mr. Jonathan ever did in the bedroom when you were there? <laughs> and sex with the lights on does not count as kinky. Keep up the great work. The show keeps getting better and better. Yeah, that's the winner. That's the winner. Well, do you have an audio one you want to play? Oh, yeah. Is that in contention? I don't sure. Know. What the hell? We got five contenders. I think, what was that? A suggestion about what we should do with Don Raphael, right? I don't know. You don't know? Well, I I'm going to play it for you. Play it. Uh, let me get that queued up. Evening, guys. It's your favorite super fan from the West Coast. Checking in. Who is it? 
Well, don't you know by that? <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think he belongs with the, hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me. Was just catching up on Saturday's show. Had an idea for the Don Raphael segment that I think incorporates both Dave's desire to educate some of the new people listening to the show and is entertainment. So when I think of Don, I think of The Godfather, Marlon Brando. So how about each week we have a question from a new cigar smoker, and then Mr. Jonathan has to explain his answer in his best Marlon Brando impersonation as if he was the Don giving an answer. I think that's funny, educational, informative, whatever you want to call it. So let me know what you guys think. Have a great day. Enjoy the show. Keep up the good work. Sounds like someone shot a pig in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's uh, Warren Brooks. Oh, all right. Because I was going to say, if he won. So so you know his voice? No, I I was the one who forwarded (laughs) the email to everybody. (laughs) Well, Warren. You can't just say, hey, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he has to write his name on the contact us page right. thing so it comes through. So part of that is good, which is Mr. Jonathan doing the Marlon Brando character. Because he's never seen the movie. Which is going to change up a little bit of my thought process of the Don Raphael segment that will use Mr. Jonathan as the voice of Don Corleone, of which oh. he's never watched The Godfather. So ever. if I were to just read this uh, Two Guys chocolate bar. Uh, in, uh, in Marlon Brando's voice, all right. it would be, hello, brother, two guys, super premium milk chocolate bar here. Like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Marlon Brando uh, never said brother. Yeah. Brother. I mean, he had brothers in the movie, he, did he not? No, he did not. He sounded more like Randy Macho Man Savage, right? Okay. Oh, Hulk he was Hogan. Going, brother. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah. Hulk. Mm-hmm. Or he the was, A-team guy. It was a wrestler voice. A beautiful I pity the fool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a wrestler voice, I think. Um, So we got to pick one of these I'm still going with number four, the Mr. Jonathan's ex-wife. Would she pause? Would she ever do it? I don't freaking know. The time has passed now. The pain is over. (laughs) She likes you, Dave. She does like you, but I just, man, is that going to be uncomfortable? How about for you you not here that, that day? Like we plan it when you're not going to When be you're there. off dancing or something. She never even listens to the show. She didn't when she was married to you. She listened a couple of times, you know, preparing to interview somebody when she did her podcast. So she's heard the show before she gets it. But it's so uncomfortable that if I have to ask her, I can't do it. You're going to have to ask her. So you'd not be here would be most. Un- but I have to, I'm obviously going to listen to the show. You can't blow up my spot. I can't. I can't trust Barry. So Barry has to not be here too. <laughs> like you and Ed Sullivan are both dicks, but he's a different level. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Immensely. You would think something's would funny and it's show. not funny. Yeah, it would be a good That show. kinky question, that's not funny. That's not that's not appropriate to ask my Why are you worried she's gonna answer about the strap on? No, I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. But it's still it would make her uncomfortable and that's not good. Jim Miller wants it more like the the dating game or newlywed game where they sit next to each other and take questions. Try from to the get audience. them back together. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Try to get Christ. them back together. Reconciliation. The reconciliation. Why would we want to do that to her though? That's yeah, she's point. a nice woman. Yeah, 
She doesn't need that. No, she doesn't. I'm biting my tongue she, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to pick one. Number four. Yeah, it's number four. Ex-wife. Yeah. Number four. All right, it's a it's a good idea, and and uh, I'm going to actually consider making a call. <laughs> You're just saying that to mess with me, Sean. Just send us an email with your address, and. We'll send you out a prize. All right. So then one other thing you need smoking cigars is cigar snacks. What are cigar snacks? They could be nuts, Mm -hmm. chocolate. I'm all for that. We have a chocolate bar. We do. Yeah. We have a two guys. No chocolate bar. There's a United one out there. Ice cream pairing, too. I'm big on ice cream. Yeah. You said ice pairing ice cream with the. Oh, yeah. I don't don't see it because it's, it's a frozen. Cream, it shuts off your, your uh, taste receptacles. Well, there's so much flavor. The chocolate bar, there's milk chocolate and dark chocolate. Both are you good. You know, I'm a milk chocolate person, but with cigars, dark, why is dark, it dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Uh, because I think that it cancels out any of the bitterness, especially I noticed dark chocolate with a um, all-Dominican cigar, which tends to have a little more of a, a bitter taste to it. The bitterness of the dark chocolate cancels that out, and you get a sweeter experience. So uh, we also have two guys, uh, beef jerky, and two guys, sriracha. You can add those to your... No, not in the chocolate, in the jerky. Oh. In the jerky, carbs-wise, you have Hmm. seven grams and five grams. See, the five's not bad. I could do the five. Try it out. Let it out. Nah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dave's having a snack. I want to see... But that that's the milk. It's everybody yeah. it's everybody's favorite segment in Dave Chewing. <laughs> well <laughs> it's nothing better than listening I'm to another it. man masticate. I'm doing it for the show. Now you're doing it because you're shutting down the eating on Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah, so you gotta get a lot in this weekend. Good chocolate. It's uh New Hampshire chocolate, right? It yeah. is. It is. Live free or die, baby. <laughs> All right, show's gone off the rails. Dave's eating. No one's talking. <laughs> what do you think that means? Next week on the show, uh, we've got big time Tommy. Do you want me to do it, or are you uh, done No, chewing? I'm here. We've got a final thoughts here on the uh, Byron Habanero Limited Edition 2021. This will be the last time you smoke it. They'll be gone. Uh, I, I like it a lot. You can't afford a box. <laughs> Oh, if he shot a pig, he just bought a house. If he shot a pig, he could get a box. Right? Mm. That's true. That's true. And Jim Miller pointed out that pigs are made of bacon. They are, <laughs> and everything's better with bacon. Bacon and sausage. Would you shoot cool. it? Yeah. Again, if it's hunting, I'm in. But if it's, it's not uh, hunting, it's tied to a pole. <laughs> that can't go anywhere. The same it's not as hunting. hunting. That's the it's same not. thing. You're gonna eat it. Bleed it I'm out. I'm not saying uh, the moho in it, of it, but it's... Put it in the cajachina. Mm. Uh, and, you know, Nestor Miranda would do it for free. Yes, mm-hmm. he would. This is... This is do it with a knife. A cigar that I don't think can be described as good. Come I on, think no. it must be described as exceptional because that's what it is. You do pick up those cedar notes, which is often gets confused as a pepperiness. There's that cedar that adds a pleasant little bite to it. There's a little bit of a drying component that's added in there from that Dominican tobacco. And then the other tobaccos that are in there also boost a little sweetness. You've got a nice, well-balanced smoke. It affects the entire palate at the same time. It's exceptional. It's stronger than you're saying it is, though. (laughs) Now, especially down towards the end, it's strong. A lot of flavor. 
strong. I'm not getting a heaviness on my chest, though. I am. Okay. Mm, yeah, and that's why I had the piece of chocolate. Starting to get to me. Kind of heavy. Kind of heavy eight. Yeah. Eight. Uh, yeah. Not even close to an eight to me. Really? Oh. Pam shaking her head no, too. I think you're just a lightweight, oh, buddy. It's starting to get strong. I'm going to finish it because it's $34. Well, I still got, a, I still got about it. $14 left here. I'm going to go all the way, but I'm feeling my uh, fillings. fillings heavy on the chest. It's getting there. Although I have had four cigars before I got, I got to this point, but it's heavy. See, everybody should run out to twoguyscigars.com and buy one, and then in two weeks we'll make it the versus question after everybody's had a chance to smoke it. What, what, what's the strength, strength of this? That, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's probably pretty good to use uh, Victor Sinclair's advertisement to <laughs> rate how strong a Byron is. Yes. I'm sure they'll have no problem with that whatsoever. All right. Yeah. So we got no more time because we got to keep this thing under two hours now because of our friends at Odyssey. O-D-Y-S-E-E. It's exactly. like It's like YouTube, YouTube but it's Odyssey. And... They're not going to throw us off, and YouTube is. That's what we believe, Especially yes. after this show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that. Okay, um, next week, should the Cigar Lounge you go to be a reality show? Should the Cigar Authority be a reality show? It already is. Next week, reality star Big Time Tommy did it, and now he has a cigar named after him, Big Time Tommy Live in studio next week. And until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.